everybody welcome to another episode of latin explaining with denise Whew. okay let's start by saying that i want to thank every single one of you that have sent your condolences to my fiance thank you very much uh, and thank you for keeping us in your prayers um with that being said, I almost did not do this show because it has been like a very uh, crazy day for some reason. Of course, there's a lot of things happening uh, on our personal level. So, but eventually, and I already made plans to not actually do the show today, but um, there's some news going on in Puerto Rico that are very important. You guys know, you know, every time something happens over there, we have to... Um, I have to have a reaction to it uh, and see, you know, compare points and see what people think here in the diaspora, seeing our people going through it, um, you know, from afar. So basically, uh, before we start today, unfortunately, because this is a very sensitive subject, I have closed the panel and only invited a certain group of individuals to be up here with me. Uh, I apologize for that. You know, I don't mean it to like push anybody out. I appreciate everyone that has been on my panels before, but today I want to, you know, I want only like a smaller group here, uh, up here with me commenting about this. Now, moving on to what's happening, I'm going to show you guys what has happened, unfortunately, in Puerto Rico. So, um, I obviously always, uh, Put disclaimers and everything and even though my channel is not for minors if you're under 18 this is the time for you to log out of this because this content is not for you so also if people are sensitive to i don't know seeing fire scenes and stuff like that there's nobody dying or nothing so but um this is the time to like skip until um this video clip has ended I'm gonna try to rewind it. I'm sorry that you know it still has some graphics and stuff. You know, this is how it's being sent and stuff like that. So none of us that received this video have time to edit it out. Now that's one of the first attempts uh, that has happened today. Uh, the Monacillos power plant in Puerto Rico has exploded. Um, let's not forget, I mean, even my family, uh, you know, supplies from that specific power plant and it's living, he has left 
a very large number of Puerto Ricans without power right now. So it feels like a major blackout. And even though um, there has been some response right now, a lot of people in Puerto Rico are uh, without any power. So let's just put that out there. Now, before, earlier today, Luma released a... a statement, a press release regarding what's uh, going on on their end. And I'm going to read it completely in English and in Spanish in case somebody that speaks only Spanish is also listening to me. It says, press release for immediate distribution. Luma reports distributed denial of service attack to authorities. San Juan, Puerto Rico, June 10th, 2021. Luma, operator of Puerto Rico's electric power transmission and distribution system since June 1st, 2021, has become aware of a targeted distributed denial of service, a DDoS attack, to the MyLuma customer portal and mobile application. A DDoS attack is an attempt to make an online service unavailable by overwhelming it with traffic from multiple sources. The DDoS attack was identified and has been issuing 2 million hits per second. As a result, many customers may have had difficulty accessing information related to their account. The attack has been reported to pertinent authorities and Luma awaits the results of an ongoing investigation. Luma regrets that its customers had to experience the inconvenience the attack may have been caused and looks forward to continuing to provide them with an exceptional customer service experience. Now I'm going to read it in Spanish for those who do not speak English. It says, Luma informa a las autoridades ataque distribuido de des Denegación de servicio. San Juan, Puerto Rico, 10 de junio del 2021, Luma, operador del sistema de transmisión y distribución de energía eléctrica de Puerto Rico, desde el 1 de junio del 2021, sabe de un ataque de denegación de servicio distribuido, un DDOS por sus siglas en inglés, dirigido al portal de cliente y la aplicación móvil MiLuma. Un ataque DDoS es un intento de hacer que un servicio en línea no esté disponible al abrumarlo con tráfico de múltiples fuentes. El ataque DDoS fue identificado y ha estado emitiendo 2 millones de visitas por segundo. Como resultado, muchos clientes pueden haber tenido dificultades para acceder a la información relacionada con su cuenta. El ataque ha sido denunciado a las autoridades pertinentes y Luma ha esperado resultados de una investigación en curso. Luma lamenta que sus clientes hayan tenido que experimentar los inconvenientes que el ataque pudo haber causado y espera continuar brindándoles una experiencia de servicio al cliente excepcional. Now, basically, Luma had this press release this morning, and basically what they're that they receiving, and sorry, like I said, if, if the show usually you guys know that I try not to have any craziness going on, but this just happened. Um, so I apologize for any noises or anything that's not properly edited, okay? Bear with me. Um, basically, what they're saying is that somebody did like a cyber attack on their system. And basically, when people were trying to access through their portal, um, their personal accounts with Luma Energy, um, now because the system might be overwhelmed, you know, every website or service or, you know, has like a, a bandwidth, the internet is not infinite, you know, it has a specific bandwidth on like 
it allows people to actually get on and get, you know, start downloading what they are seeing. So basically the cyber attack is like, you know, it was booting people out. So nobody could log in into their accounts because it was sending from different sources, visitors, and it was sending every few seconds, 2 million visitors. So they consider it a cyber attack uh, and they're investigating this. And then, like I stated, like I stated before, um, this press release, this happened. Give me one second. So basically, I'm going to give my thoughts. And I'm sorry if I'm going off, but I'm going to give my thoughts on what's going on. Many of you guys know that this whole contract with Luma is just an atrocity on Puerto Rican people. Many of you guys know that they managed to degrade the image of the power authority in Puerto Rico to actually make this happen. And in my opinion, it seems to be like Luma, because many people are still on the fence whether deciding if they are going to support uh, Luma Energy and also support the government and what's happening in the beach, the beaches in Rincon and other coastlines in Puerto Rico. Um, right now, people are like, well, I mean, I think we're under attack. I think people are starting to wake up to the reality. So in my personal opinion, of course, I believe that this is, this is just like another tactic to make people resent or blame, place the blame in the uh, Puerto Rican Power Authority, the Autoridad de Energía Eléctrica. Because to be honest with you, um, this is too much of drama for like going on for one day, you know? And to me, it's kind of wonky, like the way they did it. And the fact that I believe to a degree, well, maybe, you know, the, the employees are doing this as, a, you know, maybe a protest or something. But then I came across this press release that the Puerto Rican Power Authority said when people started complaining, uh, they say that basically the blackout is not for the whole island. The power plant Aguirre is still online and giving energy. And he said, it says, it means that with those other... Um, power plants, service can start to be, you know, turning, turn on on other units. I'm, you know, the press release says, I'm not going to diminish the issue. It's going to be a very long night. So basically, that's what the Puerto Rican Power Authority, the former, um, basically, distributor of power in Puerto Rico, now it's Luma, uh, it's basically saying like, hey, we're working to actually get this done. And I came across when I was researching Twitter, I came across a tweet that it, it really matched the way I saw it. And it's by Robinson Camacho. And he said, without any type of evidence, leaders from the, the new progressive party in Puerto Rico is already insinuating that this is a terrorist act. He's like, be careful with how you um, shift or change your narratives um, because you might never know if, you know, later on we will find out that this was 
an auto hit, you know, that they did internally, Luma did internally or somebody involved with it. And people started, you know, reacting to it. And I captured a little bit of it. And uh, the first one said, like, we're more than 100 millions, you know, without having done anything, at least there's some money for fireworks, right? And then another one said, like, how? A new method to be able to submit a change of order? No. And then this one said, this cannot be a coincidence. You know, we're not like dumb fucks. Basically, that's like in the connotation that he means pendejos here. And it's like I said, yeah, we're not. We're seeing this happening in our faces. And this is my opinion, of course. I believe that this is something that was probably internally done to make the employees of the former power authority look bad. Like they're that disgruntled. Let me tell you something. The majority of these employees right now have been placed in other areas of um, the public sector and they're still getting paid the same. Okay, so what do they gain out of this situation? Now, if you look at Luma, in my opinion, of course, you know, they have more to gain from the situation because if you think about it, if people keeps their hatred for the Puerto Rican Power Authority employees keeps on growing, they will embrace Luna better. It's kind of like, you know, when you have like a toxic mom <laughs> and your parents divorce and she tries to bribe you so that you hate your father, it's kind of like that, but like when it comes to like a corporation. So it's kind of like weird to me that I'm seeing a, a, a very small sector trying to say stuff and, you know, make comments because the majority of people that I'm seeing agrees with uh, this opinion that I'm sharing, you know, that we're not stupid. We know what's going on. You know, these employees have gone through so much more than this. And you guys, they never set it on fire like this. So let alone, you know, this cyber attack. So like I said, it's kind of weird and wonky to me that these people are trying to do this and that they think so low of our intelligence that they think we're not going to catch up. <laughs> like we've seen this before. So in my thoughts about it, like I said, I believe this is going to probably be blamed on the Puerto Rican Power Authority employees, even though the majority of us, we won't, we won't see hard evidence. Okay. The most we will see is like one loser that they managed to probably bribe or something and saying, oh yeah, I saw something or something like that. You know how they always come up with the stupidest uh, evidence for this kind of cases. And, you know, it will be blamed on the Puerto Rican uh, power authority or they maybe never find a guilty person. Like they also do on other cases. So Like I said, to me, this is, it's insane. And I'm so sorry that, you know, thousands of, tens of thousands of Puerto Ricans are going through this right now with no power, not knowing when they're going to get power. Um, I'm really sorry that they're going through this right now, you know, and like I said, I'm going to open the panel. I see that, that Jose is here. Um, hi, Jose. How are you? Good evening. How are you doing today? Good, good. How about you? Fine, thank you. Uh, before I begin, 
I know I, exp I express my sympathies to you, to, to your fiance in private. I just want to publicly, you know, you know, show my sympathy uh, to Melanie Knight for the for his loss. Um, I'm not going to claim, to, you know, to understand, you know, what it is to lose a loved one, even though I've lost some of members of my family. But I just wanted him, you know, to know that, you know. That you know, even though I have never met him, I never spoke to him directly. That you know, I'm going to continue to keep him and his family and in prayer. Thank you, thank you. I I appreciate that, and trust me, we know that you know you're. Like I said, uh, my fiance appreciated you know your words, and and me too. You know, and I thank you for it. I know, you know, your intentions are the best and I appreciate that because, I mean, it's one positive thing that we can take from the internet, right? From all the negatives is that we get to link up and meet awesome people. So thank you very much, Jose, for the for the good vibes that you always share and the wisdom. You're welcome. And to be perfectly honest, I'm a little, you know, sometimes I'm a little bit hesitant Um to message you at Instagram because I don't want you to get, I don't want to get confused with the rest of the slow temps because you know <laughs> no because never, all the people never. are tracking you <laughs> never <laughs> but seriously um what do you have on the topic um, you, know, I'm, I'm, on... you know I'm still I'm just I'm still trying I'm still trying to process the whole information and I mean, my expression, my, my reaction is, what about all those people that are life support systems or, or like, you know, like devices, like if, God forbid, should an elderly person fall down and there's not a device, because I don't know, I don't know it, how it is in Puerto Rico, but here in, here in New York and other parts in the United States, for an elderly person, they have like a, a like a life alert thing where like it's a device if in case they fall and they got and they can't get up, they can alert the authorities. Um so they you know, so they can come and take them to the hospital. So I'm thinking about what about all those people that you know, if they have such simple devices over there and if God forbid something happened to them and they're not able to reach out to the authorities for assistance. I mean, you can have tragedies over there. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely. And it's like I said, it's it it goes to show that in reality, you know, this these corporations that our government, you know, decides to hire to replace the public sector, they really don't care about us. They really don't, you know. I'm gonna add Brotep also. Um, hi, what's up, Brotep? Are you there, Brotep? Yo, what's going on? Good what's evening, Brotep. It's always a pleasure to see you. Oh, pleasure's all mine, Jose. Pleasure's all mine. Um, I would like to echo your sentiments, uh, Jose, about uh, Mel Knight. You know, my condolences to you know Mel Knight and uh, to you as well, Denise. Extended family yeah. is, you know, tends to be the same family as the one uh you know the ones that we're with and stuff so you know um my sentiments and uh towards that and i'll keep keep uh you guys in my thoughts and stuff 
But in terms of the tragedy that just happened, uh, what what kind of power plant was it? I'm still at a loss for for most of the information an electric, here. An electric. Electric. Plant. Okay, it's only electric. It's not nuclear or anything like that. No, 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 no nuclear. Thank God. Okay, because the first thing we'd have to uh, basically kind of like get out of the way is the issue of safety. Uh, even with the electrical power plants, if if there are any, uh, I don't know, what do you call them, uh, collateral damage that can be uh, that that can be mitigated, as far as the environment, as far as it, was anyone hurt, like. Uh, so what are we looking at? We know of so far. We don't know because it just happened. So we don't know who was in there, what happened. We know very limited information. I literally barely had the time to uh, put this together. Like legit, I put all of this together <clears throat> in the last 25 minutes. You know, I've been typing like a crazy person to okay. put all of this together because when I saw it, I was like, okay, we have to speak about this. It's weird. Uh, it has never happened before. It's super important. And, you know, it's it's something that's heartbreaking to see because, you know, imagine if this this power plant was not even destroyed with Hurricane Maria and people that uh, got electricity from this plant, it took for them from six year, six months to a year to actually get power back and the plant was functioning. Now imagine yeah. the plant gone, like how long do you think they're going to be? Like right now there's massive lines and gas stations so people can turn on their generator, their generators and stuff like that. Ramon, um, oh my God, it's, if somebody has Ramon's contact, because it's a closed panel so that he can also jump in. Ramon, let me know right. if somebody that I know like Radical or Rotep has your content contact and I will uh, send to you the link because it's a closed uh, panel. Yeah, closed panel. So, yeah, basically, like I said, that's what worries me the most. I saw a comment of a of a moron. Uh, uh oh, the moron's got her. Uh oh, she'll be, she'll be back. The moron got her. But you know what? You know what it is. You know what it is. Mm -hmm. is what that some people just cannot accept the truth, and some people cannot accept people of value. True, true. I, I paid the ransom. The uh, the morons got you, Denise. But I paid the ransom. You're back. Ton Tony Pay Pay. I'm sorry, man. I'm gonna butcher that name. Tony Pay here. What happened besides a fire? Well, I mean, I don't think we need more <laughs> to happen besides the fire, Tony. I mean, uh, hasn't, I mean, hasn't <laughs> That's what I mean, I'm really, I mean, what happened first, of all, fire. first of all, you have Hurricane Maria, where people are still suffering, and then you have an individual that's 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 being threatened fourteen years in jail because they're protesting an infinity pool, and now hmm. this. It's wow, crazy. this is too much, especially with the infinity pool thing, where the guy's literally trying to save the natural aspect of the country and you know now he's facing that time and then now after this hurricane we have an electrical problem possibly caused by a cyber attack which i mean i hate to be the guy who in a in the midst of a tragedy starts pointing fingers 
but I'm going to have to be a guy in the midst of a tragedy who starts pointing fingers. Why wasn't more money poured into, we all know with power plants, they're, they're run by computers, okay? It's massive amounts of staff that run those places. And there's firmware there that's proprietary that only people, certain people should have access to. They're not running windows over there in those power plants. It's firmware. It's in-house software. How did this get hacked? Was it an inside job? Who who knew about this beforehand? Doesn't Puerto Rico have an intelligence network to keep keep ahead of these things? And if they don't, who's responsible for them not having it? Where's the money being allocated instead of security? This none of this is a good look. None of this is a good look. And who suffers? The people. The people suffer. Because mm-hmm. these guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, the, this is crazy. I'd like to know who knew about this beforehand because, again, I guarantee you they're not running Windows or Linux or iMac or anything in that power plant. It's firmware. It's, it's uh, what's the company called? Luma? Were they in charge? Did this happen under their, under their supervision? Yeah, they have been in charge for nine days right now. Nine days. Okay. Yeah. I think uh, your, your theory might be correct that they, they're trying to, you know, uh, basically have things look a certain way, you know? Yeah. And yeah. you have people like, okay, Lisandra said, it's a distribution electricity plant. It's a secure place with officers gated. I live here in Puerto Rico. The officers are saying it might have been that it overheated. And I said, like, I know how the plants looks because how do I know this? Because I lived 25 years in Puerto Rico. And actually, like I said, my parents, myself, when I used to live there and my sisters still feed from this uh, power plant. So I know it's gated. I know it's only a limited amount of people that have access to that part of the power plant. You only have access to like a small building where you can pay your bill and stuff. And you have to go through a gate to actually access that in the parking lot and then the building. So I know how it looks like. My point is that it's it's so much of a coincidence that you have a quote-unquote cyber attack in the morning and then you have a quote-unquote explosion in the afternoon this is weird it's not a nice look yeah no no none of this should sound right none of it sounds right no if i can to the panel oh thank you thank you you. how you doing guys all right what's good ramon Uh, I i just have a question and the question is this, are they going to launch an investigation? And I mean, I'm not, not just a PA stunt. Are they actually going to launch an investigation regarding what happened? Or it's just going to be like, oh, don't worry. Everything's going to be hunky-dory gray in a couple of hours. Yeah. I think they say, Luma yeah. said on their statement, I'm going to put it on the screen. But you know, that's just words and the paper withstands anything that you write in it. So look at this. They said that they, somebody has a feedback. But you know, that's just. Uh, Ramon, uh, close any tabs that you have because it's giving me feedback. So I had to mute you. Um, 
So basically, Luma is saying that the DDoS attack that was identified and has been issuing 2 million hits per second. As a result, many customers may have had difficulty accessing information related to their account. The attack has been reported and per pertinent authorities and Luma awaits the results for an ongoing investigation. So basically, they're having an investigation with authorities and, you know, also an internal investigation. So, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of internal investigation. Hey, we're going to investigate ourselves. Yeah, we'll tell you papers. what we find. We promise. So, so basically, um, the fox is going to investigate how the fox <laughs> got into the chicken. The, the chicken <laughs> <laughs> now, please stop. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I know how to speak English. I know mm -hmm. how to speak Spanish. I have never learned how to speak stupid. Mm. Yeah. Well, they're saying that, that, look, Lisandra said that the federals, the, the federal agents are over there now. I'm like, I the federal agents are not agents for the people. They're agents for, you know, corporate oligarchs. Yeah. And, you know, they don't work for us. I just, it, that's something that I, this is, I'm going to say something that might sound a little off from what I'm saying, but this is why I believe that, like we were talking yesterday about the diasporas. I don't believe in the segregation of diasporas. I believe that, you know, the diaspora and the people in the island should work together with the knowledge that they both have, because each one of us is holding a piece of the puzzle. Uh, you know, uh, our diaspora is seeing how these Americans are doing this stuff and have knowledge when it comes to federal government, how actually policies work and how these people manipulate with the system because they're so close to it. So they can take a closer look and see what's going on. Also interact with other Americans that will say, hey, this is the way things are being done here. This the shitty treatment. Those informations for those of us that live in the island, believe it or not, that information never comes to the island. Never whatsoever. We don't have this kind of information. You have to really look deep into it. And I believe that, you know, the internet has done just that for whoever is looking into these things deeper. But for the regular Puerto Rican that has to have two, three jobs, this information is not accessible. So that's one of the reasons why I like to speak about issues of Puerto Rico in this channel, because we both have to come together and start talking to each other. And this is the reason why. Because mm -hmm. uh, people like, you know, Lisandra, unfortunately, I understand the frustration, but the federal government is no different necessarily than, you know, an internal investigation because it's basically people that are in cahoots investigating each other. You know? It never turns out for the benefit of the people. Uh, go ahead, Ramon, because I know you've been waiting in Brotep. Uh, um, yes. The the whole thing, the first thing when I heard about this, I only heard about it just a little while back. I, I was just forwarded this story. And the thing is that the the timing in itself, the timing itself is a is a big red flag for me. The, there is a lot going on here that we don't know about. And this is not a simple explosion. There is more to it. This is not this is not some little accident. If you look at the timeline, if you could, if you look at, at the time at the timing, just recently, just a few days ago, we were talking about 
the what's happening with with Luma uh, with, with the company how they are not being they're not being held, held accountable for the for the shoddy service how they they have gotten this contract with the government that works entirely on on their favor and then they don't they're not required to keep the 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 service quality standards up and because maybe they are being protested against uh, the, they are being criticized by the by the people and all of a sudden this explosion happens like there is something in it there, there is a, a as you were saying pieces of the puzzle there is a big piece of the puzzle in this situation that we we still don't have that we still don't know and you already said that it, there is going to be what supposedly is an in, like, like an internal investigation as to what the situation is and you know, and there isn't like a an, an independent an independent investigating body that can actually look into what happened and can give and can produce and give to the to the population a, a an unbiased objective report uh, as to its findings is already seen very suspicious to me so there there is something there is something here that we don't know about the, the, uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna speculate, but you know that certain happenings like this can can be planned. Yeah. Uh, but and, and who who will benefit will be the question. Yeah, I don't know if you can see. Let me move the fucktard comment that I highlighted. Uh, look at this. Look at the last comment. Yeah. You know. It's, it's like I said, I'm like, hmm, and then this other tweet without any evidence, you know, and the new progressive party in Puerto Rico, I'm sorry, but like, do you know that you can be pro statehood and not be a part of the new progressive party? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh, that's an ideal, and the other one is a political affiliation. You can be still have your ideal. Like, for example, I am pro-independence, and I, you know, I even though I supported Dalmau, mm -hmm. you know, there are other, I did not support Ruben Berrios. No, but Ruben Berrios is kind of like the old guard, the PIP that never went anywhere. Mm -hmm. And I remember back when they had I don't I don't know if, if Fernando Martin is still part of the party, but he was saying all of those celebratory things about Fidel Castro back in the day years ago. And that kind of it kind of brought me the the, the wrong way when he was talking like that. Uh, but Ruben, it, took Ruben it took them a while to revamp the the pro independence party, you know. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I mean, Ruben Barrios could, could have done probably, probably he was sincere, maybe he was, and, I think and he was, uh huh, he, he could have done probably great things if if he had been positioned properly and he if he had a chance, but that. It wasn't gonna happen. Smart guy, smart man, well educated, and all of that, and all of that. But uh, well, most people were not were just not <laughs> gonna go for it because maybe it was at a time when things may not have seemed so bad. Uh, 
uh, when it came to the politics of the island is more critical now to consider other other you, options. But let me tell you something. Uh, 68% of Puerto Ricans did not vote for Pedro Pierluisi. So, no, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I understand. Even though, even though some of them are, you know, divided in different things, even uh, the the populares, the Democratic Party also did not have the majority of votes. It did not have more than 30%. So the fact that you have, uh, you know, 30% of the people are still believing a little bit in each one of the candidates. However, the majority, the bulk of the island, uh, including the Democrats, do not believe in this movement. And right now, from 11% that we used to vote outside of the Democrats and the progressives, now, you know, we're having a 40%, you know, yeah. and that increase happened in less than eight years. Let's just talk about that. So people are, you know, growing, having a growing resentment against these two parties because both parties suck you know yeah. that yeah. you know yeah let's just put that out there i don't care if you're a democrat or a progressive or for or an independentista both freaking parties freaking suck yeah so you know they both have caved this abyss that we don't find a way to get out of because we continue to vote for this circus and to be honest with you, I believe that, in my opinion, you know, when it comes to Ruben and, you know, I, I think he was genuine in his ideals. I just feel that he was not necessarily uh, the right person to rule. He didn't have that um, that character, in my opinion. I think that's why a lot of people like myself did not vote for him, because it, it looks like he, he he could not convince you. If that makes uh, sense, you know? Uh, no, 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 no. He didn't have enough force <laughs> of personality. No. He, he didn't have enough force of personality to draw more of a following to, to, the, to the PIP. And he, couldn't, he couldn't get it. He couldn't do it, even though a lot of the arguments that he would make will sound really good, or even in the debates and all, but he didn't have that much force of personality that that will... That would convince that could convince people that it was a uh, the you know like a independence would be a, a an actual uh, possibility that we could succeed that it could succeed on the on the island. So yeah, yeah, I do believe that I do believe that he was good. And nothing against him because I wasn't even that political myself when I was on the island. I never voted while I was on the island. If you if you can believe that, I unfortunately that. did. I unfortunately voted. Oh yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> well, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, it's the it's your right. It's your right to vote if you felt that at that time that there was an ideology that maybe fit what made sense to you. Then that's fine. I mean, that's okay. But I, I never did. <laughs> you know, my no, life. I only voted. Look, I only voted once when I turned eighteen. Right. And I saw the bullshit. And then after that, I was like, nope. <laughs> no, no. Never again. I only voted once. But uh, yeah, I did vote it. I did vote it. Go ahead, Jose. No, I was just looking. You see, the problem is in the, in the United States. 
if you are a third party candidate, you have to be basically a gazillionaire to run. Because unfortunately, the two parties control everything. And I'm just looking, the last time that a third party was reasonably successful was the election of 1912, when the Progressive Party, which was a breakaway party of the Republican Party, the candidate finished second. Since 1912, no third party candidate has even gotten close. And that's, yeah. that's something, it's like I was mentioning before, if you think about it, when you see that 40% of the island decided like, yo, we're not going to vote for these morons. That is a huge thing. 40% of the voters, because not, let me tell you something, out of the 2.8 million people that vote in Puerto Rico, not all of it, I would believe it's what, 56%, 58% was the last election that voted actually, and the rest did not vote it. So actually, you have a better chance convincing the non-voters to vote for you by actually working for the people and make them believe in something again, rather than trying to steal other people's voters. Because that's like a bigger, it's the same thing that happens in the United States. A hundred million people do not vote. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so you, you have, you're better off at actually being uh, competent at your job, which is a politician, and getting those uh, voters than actually convincing the other ones to actually vote for you because it's like a very slim margin. But if you add right now, 40% of the people did not vote for the bipartisan circus, you know, it's, it's a very, um, it gives you a little hope. But I don't know if you guys noticed also that that made that, these morons to make slip-ups like this and now Pierluisi is like knees to chest running like a little bee selling Puerto Rico away super fast because they know you know if they have 40 percent now in the next election none of them will be elected um here in New here in New York City we have a thing called ranked choice voting and what it is um you you'll have like for for mayor or the controller of the public advocate. You could have like uh, six or seven or eight candidates running in one party. So basically what happens is you select what's, who is your first choice, your second choice, your third choice, your fourth choice, up to your fifth choice. Now what happens is the candidate who gets the fifth least amount of votes, what happens, their votes get spread among the other four and it continues until one party gets at least 50% of the vote. I don't know if if Puerto Rico had ranked choice voting, that would have avoided the situation with, with the current governor. Being that there's more than multiple parties over there in Puerto Rico. That's my understanding. And that's a relatively recent thing that there are several more uh, parties and candidates that, that other parties can submit because the the PNP and the PPD they have empowered themselves a lot and they have certain privileges that other parties don't have. The the other parties that are not the PNP or the PPD they they have to feel significantly more requirements when it comes to when it comes to to the signature collecting and the 
and uh, and uh, oh, and also <laughs> some of you know when it comes to to people kind of like signing off on the yeah endorsements yeah the, the, the endorsements when it comes to endorsement collecting and and things like that it's more difficult for other parties that are not the PNP or the PPD I remember um, Alexandra Lugaro doing live live streams on Facebook about that. And how the difficulty, how they made it more difficult for for her and her team to to meet the requirements because uh, it, it's a different set of of requirements that the, the these two parties that have been there for a long time they have certain privileges and they they're they're allowed to get away with with some things they don't have to meet exactly the same standards and requirements that they impose on on this newer smaller. Um, yeah, because they parties they, they make it more difficult for them. Yeah, they basically don't need to collect signatures to register again because they actually had the quorum to actually qualify for the next election. Now, yeah, they, they're, they're, they're already in. Yeah, now I believe with the with what happened now for the first time is that Victoria Ciudad Movimiento Victoria Ciudadana, the MVC and the PIP actually don't have to register because they got a lot of votes for the first yeah. time. Okay. So, well, the PIP actually got uh, for the first time automatically re registered with Maria de Lourdes when she won um, a seat in the Senate. But this okay. is the second time they have done it, which is like pretty cool to me. Um, yeah. You know, but Victoria Ciudadana is the first time. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, I see that Brotep is sharing something. So, uh, Brotep, I will give you the floor <laughs> so that you can tell yeah, us what you're looking at. Yeah, not a problem. Uh, I'm I'm getting the uh, you know the the major outlets. Which, by the way, like, comment, subscribe. This is breaking news, and it looks like looks like Denise beat several major outlets to this. A lot of outlets are catching up. All the daily newses and the daily wires and all these people, they're catching up. Yay. <laughs> daily news now has, give me a second. I'm going to read this really quickly. Maybe Denise should have her own news network. The, yeah. Maybe like uh, this, this could be the point of your channel now. No, like this could be the this could yeah. be the genesis of that, what you're doing right now here. Yeah, mm -hmm. right? Um, I never thought that this was going to turn into like breaking news channel. The breaking news channel. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going as, as they come. You know, if they pick my interest, I will speak on them. And this just happened. But like I said before, Denise, you are a voice crying out in the wilderness. You mm -hmm. are the voice of reason in a world where people are more concerned about personal dating habits and... And how you identify. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, really, I mean... Are I, you pro-Hispania? I look at the other channels, like, and it's like, you mean, you're going to spend four, five, six hours debating the attributes of Spain, what, what, what they did 500 years ago. <laughs> Meanwhile, we have this situation going on in Puerto Rico. I mean, you know what? It's nice, you know, for history, but what does it do to change the situation now? 
<laughs> Listen, when, when the earthquake happened in Haiti, what a lot of us did was we shipped, because we knew there'd be pro power problems like this, right? So we knew that the infrastructure there is corrupt as hell, worse than any other place in the Western Hemisphere, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And so what we were thinking ahead of time was, what's, what's the time frame we're working here before the insulin goes bad for diabetics, the blood goes bad for people who need transfusions, the food goes bad for people who have low blood sugar, right? The organs go bad for people who are mid-transplant. Mid All these things are way more important than how you identify if you're pro-Haitian or anything like that. We put our money together and sent off coolers and things that can help refrigerate things uh, the best you can until this power goes back up. That's what I'm concerned about here, which is what's the time frame we're looking at? How wide, how wide was the area that's affected by the lack of power now that Luma is off the grid? See, they were saying here that the, give me a second. They were saying that the CEO of Luma said 350 workers are enough. Enough for what? You're a power plant. You have 350 workers? See, in China, this is from what I've read. I've never been to China. But I'm told by people who wanted to do business in China, if you're going to open up anything in China, they're going to ask you how many of our people locally are you going to hire? You mean to tell me that you didn't have any locals that you could deputize and train? So you can beef up your numbers to make sure that you have enough manpower for this. Give me a second here. Um, uh, Walter, yes. Do you remember my response? Oh, it, it makes too much, much sense. That <laughs> 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 guy killing me. <laughs> yeah, because the thing is, they, they have something. Um, uh, I hope I'm not misusing the term here. I have something called a single point of failure here, where okay, if if the if the company's trained employees, let's say they, they get killed, God forbid, I don't wish that on them, but they get killed on the job or they get injured, they can't perform. You have no one else, so it's a single point of failure? Really? You didn't train Puerto Ricans, which would be an act that would not only boost up your, your safety measures, but it would actually help your economy by employing more people. But uh, hold on, Jimenez also know that Puerto Ricans have complained that when they call the company, they are placed on hold for hours with no response. Let's say you don't train the people in how to run the computers to make sure the generators run properly in the, in the actual factory, the, the, the power plant. You mean to tell me the manned phone responses, you couldn't have hired locals for that? They speak the language. They speak Spanish. The clientele Spanish. You couldn't have hired more people. That's why you have 350 people. And then you were like, no, nah, no, nah, it's just fine. This head's got to roll, man. Head's got to roll. This uh, is unacceptable. It's unacceptable. And now we got to look for, I don't know who's, who's in charge of triage there to make sure, because that's my main concern here. How long do we have until all that stuff goes bad? If no one can get blood transfusions, remember, they're still in a state of emergency. They're just recovering from a hurricane, right? And all these other sorts of things. If someone needs a transfusion, that blood, 
I don't know how long it takes for like uh, the blood to go bad that's not refrigerated, but that stuff is gone now. Uh, give me one second, please. One second. Uh, but see, the uh, problem with that is that's assuming that people use this, use logic. Wow. <laughs> well, see, see, here's the thing though. They're a company. They're they got, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to that, <laughs> hold up. A private company that took over the power plant, you guys know this already. Distribution Puerto Rico this month stru has struggled with widespread outages and growing anger that it scrambled Thursday to control a large fire at a main substation that left thousands in the dark. Fucking unacceptable. Officials say outages had affected more than 1 million customers so far this month. Notwithstanding, those affected by the explosion and fire at the substation in the capital of San Juan. Oh, you, you got you got more um what was that? No, no, no. You got more video? No. Uh yeah, it's it's something that was sent to me about Hey, that I got to give that priority. If that's breaking news, go ahead. You want to put it on? Okay. Yeah. Um, All right. I'm I'll, I'll get back to this. Get put it on. Okay. This is uh, the line that you have to make to pump gas right now. People are uh depending solely on their generators so this is the line on every gas station for the vehicle close to one of the monastillos power plant right now so if you want to pump gas if you're out there you know this is what's going on uh i'm i'm oh my god this is that's the line that's the line for you know uh miles i'm so sorry man i'm so sorry like we did my heart goes out to you. Like I know how fucked this shit is. Um, like I said, wow. I'm I'm really, really sorry that you know that you are with there right now. Like I'm really sorry. Um, and, and and the thing is that that line might be in vain because uh, those those wells for that those gas stations might be dry by now already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of them might come and there will be no gas. It, this is like Maria. The same thing happened during Maria. It was hours of, you know, making these lines, you know. Like I said, it, it's it's giving me Maria vibes. I'm sorry. Look at this. Se several mayors had declared a state of emergency as they distributed ice and generators to those in need before Thursday's fire, whose cause was under under investigation. Many in Puerto, in Puerto Rico had hoped for a quick improvement in service, but clients complained that it had gotten worse in Luma's first few days of operation. Now, the thing is that I would have to, if it's their first few days and they're picking up where a tragedy had left off, like a hurricane or any other sorts of uh, uh, national emergency, yeah, it might take them a couple of days to catch up and, and, and hit the ground running. However, this, to, to, to say like 350 people is just enough, you're it's it's irresponsible with oh, problems i want to add yeah. something for yes. that question that you're raising and also um uh, miles i'm trying to look after you know how long it's going to be i will let you know thank you for staying with me i'm gonna stay here as long as i can to keep you guys informed now um what i was saying luma let's not forget that luma was only uh formed as a corporation as an llc just a few days like almost a month or a few days before they got a contract of billions of dollars with the commonwealth of puerto rico there's a new that's company cute. that's americans and canadians came together and say hey let's just you know come out of nowhere and form like a power company and then okay. 20 days later, they happen as a quote-unquote coincidence, land a billion, multi-billion, multi-billion 
uh, contract with the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico. They have never wow. had experience. They're a new company. And they also said that they're only capable of restoring power after a hurricane of Category 2. Let's not forget that Maria was a Category 5. And still, <laughs> our power authority was able to recover from that. And Luma only said that they can handle a Category 2. So this is this is the result. How do we manage to hire the most expensive and competent labor, mm -hmm. the most expensive and incompetent corporation, and then try to pin it on our power authority? Come on now. I've lived hurricanes in Puerto Rico since I was 10 years old. You know what? No, two years old, because I lived through Hugo. I was just two years old at the time. But when I was 10 years old, I lived through George's, and that was a Category 3. And literally in 30 days, we had power. What are you talking about? So continue, brother. I'm wow. sorry that I thought you. No, 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 no. That's fine. Uh, this has turned into this has turned into chaos, says Javier Jimenez, mayor of the western town of San Sebast Sebastian. How do you pronounce that? Sebastian. San Sebastian. San Sebastian, which had established its own brigade of workers. There you go. To, to make repairs after Hurricane Maria, uh, Hurricane Maria largely destroyed the U.S. territory's electrical grid in 2017, leaving some people without electricity for nearly a year. And these are very key words here when you say U.S. territory. If you want the clout of having this as, I mean, how many times, yeah, I'm going to go to Puerto Rico this summer, you know, all these, all these big shots. And even government officials proudly yeah, proclaiming Port. I'm sorry, God. I'm sorry that I have to interrupt you again. No, no, no problem, no problem, no problem. Uh, I got more. Uh, yeah, info. yeah. Uh, Luma yes. Energy um, CEOs didn't want it to respond, and this is the only thing they have shared on the status of what's going on in Puerto Rico, and it says the problem has been an isolated one and the restoration of power has begun uh is going to take the whole night for the power to come back to all areas so now they're saying it was an isolated incident what did i tell you guys at the beginning of this they're going to come up with a bold conclusion or they're gonna blame it on the um you know uh, puerto rican power authority employees and that just happened so to respond to miles I don't know in which area you are uh, on. Let me know. Write it in the comment section. I will look up like when your area might get power back. But they say it's going to take the whole night to restore power to everybody, depending on the Aguirre and other power plants to on the island. So let's see what happens. Well, I have a question. I have a question. Are they going to give vouchers or restitution uh, uh, checks to all the damage that's caused due to their ineptitude? That, that's that's my concern right here now. It, since since they're saying it's all under control, though, it'll take them all night, but they'll get it under control. I got it. Cool, cool. Now, what about the things that I mentioned before? Guaranteed, some of that stuff went bad. There's um in the, I was reading ahead and I saw one of the concerns I voiced is backed up by uh, some sort of Olympic athlete here who's saying that his insulin had to be thrown out. And we still don't know if he has insulin. Hold on, uh, let me move ahead here. But many customers are seething, including Jose Aquino, uh, Aquino, Aquino, a 38-year-old gymnast instructor who said that he and his family have been without power for 14 hours at a time on several occasions this week. 
His father is a diabetic and had to throw away his insulin before buying a small cooler to, to store ice in it. Now, there's the fire. So what's going to happen now? Will there be some sort of voucher to, to, to pay him for the loss? Not just the loss, but the, 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 the suffering that, that he's experiencing now. Hold on one second. Luma, a consortium made up of Calgary. This is what you were saying, Denise. Luma, a consortium meaning a collection and, and, and coming together of, made up of Calgary, Alberta-based ATCO, and Quanta Services, Inc. of Houston, serves 1.5 million customers. It will operate the, transition, the transmission and distribution system under a 15-year... You, you guys are stuck with these motherfuckers for 15 years? Thank you. Yes. And they also... Let's not forget that... Luma is distributing the energy that the Puerto Rican Power Authority employees are going to be producing. That's what's in the contract, because I'm still reading through the 848 pages of this contract, okay? Because by the time I started talking about Luma, I only read like about 120-something pages. So it's, it's a long-ass fucking contract, and you will understand that they just shrink the power authority to make place for a second company that we do not need to just distribute the energy that our, our people is producing. And let's not forget, in case you guys are not knowing, this is how much people got just three days in with Luma. That was their light bill. Hold on one second. Wow. Uh, this is another wow. light bill. That's US dollars, yeah? Wow. Yeah. yeah. And it, as you can see, it's just, you know, they had to pay before June 13. So, you know, and that was literally June 3rd. Okay, that, that's cool. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Well, that's cool. So that's null and void now, right? They ain't got to pay this shit no more, right? Because of what just happened. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing. Yo, y'all better make noise, man. It seems like a lot of people want to be dignified and quiet in their suffering. That's not the move. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, excuse me. Go ahead, Jose. Uh, I would not be holding your breath. Don't hold your breath if these people are actually going to provide some sort of compensation for the suffering that they endure. Wow. Yo, make noise. Take to the streets. Like, make their lives. I think... A, a lot of times when these people do this sort of thing, if you don't make their lives uncomfortable, they have no reason to do well, to right by you. You mm -hmm. guys want to know something that's crazy? I'm friends with certain uh, freedom fighters for Puerto Rico. And mm -hmm. to be honest with you, today in the state of New York, there is a protest uh, from a group of New Yorkans that decided to... Uh, protest Luma. It was today at 3 p.m. And I can guarantee you that the slow tap circus wasn't there. And that's something they could do. <laughs> slow tap circus. If I can just chime in for a second. Does that show you how certain individuals their priorities are other whack. I mean, yeah. here's another situation where people are suffering because of what, what, whatever it might be, but those individuals are not hiring it. 
They're more concerned about who's dating what and the fact that we need to, uh, you know, honor our Spanish conquerors 500 years ago and all this fool Allah. Meanwhile, there's people suffering in Puerto Rico right now. They still have not recovered from Hurricane Maria, but and now they have to deal with this. Yeah, yeah. And let me tell you something. I'm gonna, I highlighted what Angel Torres said. He said, Puerto Rico was tired of these people. De Utier, let's Luma, let's Luma work, I guess. Okay, let me tell you something, Angel. Uh, if, let's say tomorrow, God forbid, and you're protected, right? If you believe in God, um, let's say tomorrow you need, you have, you know, your heart valves are all fucked up and you need a heart transplant. And the doctor that you normally go is also a cardiologist, but he's decent. He's not the best. He has fucked up many times. So you're like, nah, no, I don't think I'm going to take my chances because there's a 50-50 chance that he might fuck my heart up and I might die. Uh, now, let me ask you something. If you're shopping for a person, that a thoracic surgeon that can replace your heart and, you know, put the new heart in, are you going to go with the recently graduated from school uh, heart surgeon or you want to go with the one that has 15 years of experience and low mortality rate? Because what you're telling me is that Puerto Rico had a heart issue, which is the power of Puerto Rico. And our regular doctor, which is the Puerto Rican Power Authority, gets 50% of the time gets the jobs done, the job done. 50% of the time they drop the ball, let's be honest. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Now, the thing is that if we're going to exchange, why we don't go with, why you think Puerto Rico decided to tell a company that I don't agree with, right? But a company like Tesla, when Elon Musk said, hey, let me just uh, change the, the Puerto Rico power grid to be completely different, I'll pay the cost through Tesla and you guys only have to pay me for energy when I'm done. And the government said no. And now you have Puerto Ricans buying Tesla batteries left and right because that's the only reliable source of energy that we have access to. And now we have to hire somebody that is just about to have their first year old anniversary. That's the company they're replacing our company with? And you're telling me, like, let's let mm -hmm. Luma work. What the fuck? If you won't put a newbie, a rookie, to replace your fucking heart, do not put a rookie into our public sector with a private company to profit themselves at the expense of our people. Come on now. Uh, excuse, excuse me, Denise. I gotta say something. I'm gonna get into rent mode again. I mean, look, really. When you're gonna get, when you need to get something done, need to get the most competent person available or group of people available. Okay, I have undergone three major surgeries in my life. Do you think? I'm going to let some doctor who just finished medical school open me up so I can be a human guinea pig? Heck no. I had 
a knee replacement surgery done on my left knee, my right knee. I had a gastric bypass. What is the common denominator? I had a trained physician that been doing this stuff for years. I am not going to allow some kid that just got out of medical school that's going to open me up and take a chance that, okay, well, everything is going to break out. No. Mm -hmm. But it's just that I can't, I, sometimes I just wonder what kind of drugs these people are. Maybe I should get, maybe I should go reach out to them and get the same type of drugs. <laughs> 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 you know, it's some good shit. I mean, am I crazy? Or, I mean, <laughs> whatever it is now, it's some good shit. <laughs> Catch your stash of that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it's something crazy. Um, you know, like I said, uh, by the time that people like Angel wake up, uh, Puerto Rico will be a destination for the rich and powerful. And yeah. that's why yeah, we uh, have to, you know, we have to, I don't know if you guys have seen that in the World War II, there was a minefield um, in a certain spot. I don't remember right now where. And, you know, there was like a lot of donkeys in that minefield. And the soldiers were like, oh, my God, they're going to make us die, you know, in activating these this mines. So what they decided to do is to grab the donkeys and carry them to safety with them. And that's what we have to do with people that thinks like this. We have to grab mm -hmm. our donkeys because they will never get the point that they have to avoid the mines. And they're literally standing in the minefield with us and they will get us killed. Yeah, I mean, I don't usually do this, but as you guys have been uh, chopping it up, I went ahead and I checked the usual suspects as far as the slow tap circus. None of them are talking about this. They're talking about, you know, potros and urochos and all kinds of, uh, you know, uh, Zo is Zoe Sal the, the curious case of Zoe Saldana, you know, and, and, and um, you know, whether she's black and gets attacked from her from your wrath. Uh, Angel, oh, okay, Angel, okay, okay. let me tell something to Angel before we talk about this in more depth, uh, broad depth. Angel, yeah. yo viví en Puerto Rico por 25 años, corazón. Yo tampoco confío en la AE, la Autoridad de Energía Eléctrica no sirve, pero no podemos reemplazarla con Luma. Hay que hacer la diligencia y buscar una compañía que sirva. Punto. Y mientras tanto, Luma no es la solución. Luma no sirve es aún peor y nos están cobrando más caro. ¿Cuándo carajo la gente en Puerto Rico va a entender? No podemos tener esta mentalidad bestia de estar respondiendo con emociones. Ah, no me gusta la E, vamos a responder con emoción. Que se joda el punto, que se joda la gente. No me importa, sácalos para el carajo. ¿Cuándo vamos a empezar a pensar las decisiones que estamos tomando? ¿Cuándo demonios vamos a empezar a pensar en nuestras generaciones futuras? O sea, hay que coger capacidad. Nosotros no somos niños. Luma no sirve. Y te lo van a empetar por cinco años. Por quince, perdón. Nadie quiere esa clavada y esa comida de culo. ¿Cómo más te lo tengo que explicar? Sorry for the expressions to those who understood. No, but you know. But, but, yeah, that but, sounded bad. I don't speak okay, Spanish but, and I didn't want to be on the receiving end of that shit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even speak Spanish. Who, who are you talking to? He, he in the audience? 
It's a, it, apparently it's in in the in the chat. In the chat. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, wasn't thinking about what what he was posting and okay. It's like like okay, the AAE the the former company was bad, but Luma is already showing that they don't have what it takes. The thing is that. Mm -hmm. The, whatever company is gonna have to be working with the people that are on the ground that actually yes. have a, a, an understanding as to what the what this outdated infrastructure is, and that that needs to be that that needs to be revamped. It's been needing to be revamped for the last at least couple of decades. Uh, Maria only made it more obvious because all they are doing is patching up what is already there. Just waiting for the next hurricane, waiting for the next uh, for the next storm to mess it up, because that's that's all that's all they're doing. They're just patching things up, no, just enough so that it works somewhat. Uh, what it, but they could consider to be acceptable. It's not acceptable by pretty much any other standards in the more developed world, but they just patch it off enough. But they're not revamping it. They're not. Yeah replacing it with something more modern and stable yeah they're not they even said that you know look at the contract i'm gonna find the exact page where they say this in their contract the contract said that if they did not do not distribute uh the the energy to the people of puerto rico they still have to receive their monthly payment for the service from puerto rico Get the okay. fuck out of here. Yes. And then okay. the thing is, like, look, at, look at what Angel is saying. It, apparently, he did not catch the replay when I explained that literally that the Puerto Rican Power Authority still has some employees producing the energy that Luma distributes. He believes that he's coming here to tell us something we already did not spoke about. Honey, rewind it and then catch it from the beginning so you don't look stupid. Now, and also make sure that you see the people that woke up to this kind of bill for you saying like, oh, Luma is char charging more. You know, this is what Luma is charging your people. Wake the fuck up. You know, it's like I said, the, the people, you know, it's sometimes it irritates me when I see morons from both ends. It's it's just something else, you know, it's like, but but let's not forget, you know. <laughs> let's, let's play it again for him. Let's play it again for him. <laughs> this is this is the example. You know. I would like to, you know, I would like to know what type of drugs these people are on. I mean, or, or maybe they're, or maybe they're sniffing glue. You know? <laughs> yeah. like I'd like day, to know whose signature was on this shit. Like who, who, I, who I, signed, I, who signed on behalf of the people? Whose signature was on that contract? Who signed on behalf of the people? The governor. Well, it was a governor. Basically, between the governor and um, the oversight board. So, Yo, is it that same governor with, with that pool? Come again? Is it that same governor who's, who's building that pool? No, no, it's not the governor. It's not that, 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 that one. It wasn't that one. No, because when All he right. came into uh, the governorship, you know, um, the contract was already uh, 
you know, done. So basically, you know, he when he campaigned, he said, well, if it doesn't look out for, you know, the employees and the people of Puerto Rico, for sure, I will change the contract. Yeah. Uh, but now he's saying, well, you know, I cannot cancel the contract, like I said. Wow. You know, he's kind of like Kamala, the, the the store that tells you, yeah. Oh, yeah, I carry that product when you get there. No, we don't carry it anymore. That's what he's saying. Yeah. He's like, you know, I changed my mind. I don't, I don't have to cancel the contract. I will have to honor it, you know? I have to honor the contract. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah, I better start playing games, get these lawsuits popping. I'd sue everybody. That's to everybody. Holy minus shit. Angel, minus Angel, his cut is going to be... <laughs> he said he doesn't so. need it and that he's okay with Luma. Okay. Wow. So, so Denise, if I understand you correctly, these people are stuck with this contract for 15 more years? Affirmative. F 15 years of paying whether they get service or not. I, I'm going to shut up because when I talk, <laughs> I'm supposed to shut up about, about Hispanic matters, remember? So I'm going to shut up. Maybe OG Del Rancho will do us you a favor and speak on it. All right? You know, I don't mean to cut it. No, 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 no. Good, good. But you know something? I don't drink. If I hear any more news for this, I might have to go to the liquor store and get a bottle and get drunk. I'm yep. like, oh my God. Like I don't want to for that. <laughs> but I mean, once in a while, let's let's say once in a while, we'll have like a little glass of wine and, you know, we'll process all of this like once in a while. But to be honest with you, um, yeah, it's, it's nerve wracking, you know, it's nerve wracking because we barely have people that actually care. We barely have people that are being mobilized. And time's running out, you know. And and you know what, Denise? We don't we we don't have we have a few people who are who are making a positive influence in YouTube land. We have people like yourself. We have people like Rotel. We have people like Christina. We have people like Radical Latino. We have people like Ramon. I mean, because. Your five are basically like a small arm in, in a reason in a sea and insanity. Exactly. I mean, because that's why we're all here on this panel because we're the only, aside from, a, from like three others that are not here, right? We're like the only rational individuals that actually have panels or come up on panels and stuff, you know? That's why I yeah. made a closed panel and only but, invited people that, you know, are smart and actually have some, you know, critical thinking of their own. Well, I, you know, I, I'm neglecting to say thank you for allowing me to put be part of this closed panel because I think I'm, I'm extremely privileged because, you know, to be around people that actually use their brain cells once in a blue moon instead of letting, you know, individuals that all they can think about is Mr. BBC. Now, I have, a, I have a question. Can someone explain to me what's Mr. BBC that Kim123 talks about? Bro, well, it's not, a, you, it, bro. it's not one, one mister. He's not talking about just one, one guy. He's talking about a collective. He's talking about a group. 
Okay, because when I hear of BBC, I'm thinking the British Broadcasting Network. No, that's that's <laughs> what yeah. No, no, they they that's watch more BBC mind. than the no, they they watch more BBC than the UK. So it's not the British Broadcasting Network player. They watch way more BBC than that. They're, they're trying to keep uh, uh keep watch over the men who are who are marrying Hispanic women, right? Black men in particular, not not white men, not Italian men, not Asian men. They don't care about those guys. They care about black men who marry Hispanic women. Okay, but you know what? If an African American male should happen to find a Latina that loves him, that mm -hmm. respects him, mm -hmm. that values him. Who cares? And and he loves okay. them back and respects okay, okay. them and values them right like, back. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, what is the hang up? What is the hang up? I mean, look, when I think about the women I've dated, I've dated different types of women. Uh, my first girlfriend was African American. I had a, a, a I had a Boricua for a girlfriend. I had a white Jewish girl for a girlfriend. I had two Dominican girlfriends. Okay, one of them I married. So it's like because. I don't, I mean, my, my, the last thing I'm worrying about is what ethnic group am I dating? My thing is, this, <laughs> does, does this lady that I wish to pursue, can she accept me for what I am? Or it's mm -hmm. a Who cares whether she's African American, Dominican, or like 50 million different things? I don't care because love is love. <clears throat> Those same guys worried about that again. I don't usually do this because I swore off all of that stuff. I kind of keep them outside of my uh, basically sphere of, rec of recognition, but I just checked on them. They're not talking about this. It, it, it's like, I, I want to see, I want to put a clock on it and see how long it takes them to cover this topic. Because oh, it's, too, gonna, it's too late. You're going to run out of numbers. You're going to run out of numbers. <laughs> right? <laughs> Roll mm -hmm. time, you're going to be waiting for weeks, months, not enough years before one of them actually say anything. And if they do wow. say anything about it, it will be something stupid and moronic. Yeah. Well, so similarly to the, um, to the guy, Bitcoin, after I hired, uh, you know, he, he was actually going after me, uh, Denise. I think he, he told Denise he wanted to throw down some steps before or something like that. And... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, was it him, Denise? Who, Bitcoin, yeah, right? He punched me both of my eyes and throw me down the stairs. Yeah. You know, so this guy, he basically said that Denise doesn't uh, doesn't do anything for, for, you know, Hispanic people. And then me, I'm doing nothing for Hispanic people. Then I showed him receipts of me hiring Hispanic people to work on my project. And, and he said, why didn't you, why didn't you hire Haitian people instead? Well, what do you want then? Like, what, you just asked if I support Hispanic people, and I found some Hispanic people that I chose to work with and pay, and then that's a problem. So basically, I should leave them alone, and then will you hire them? No. But, but so you who, know, who are you looking out for? Like, what? <laughs> but you know something, Brotep? This reminds mm -hmm. me of the debate that Denise had with Guillermo, how every time she, she continued to bring facts, and he kept moving the goalposts. And then yeah. he tried to outspeak Denise. Because really, I mean, if you're so sure of what you what theory that you're espousing, you're gonna allow the other person to speak. But Guillermo just kept go trying to overtalk Denise and overtalk yeah. me. 
to the point where he had to be booted. He hated Guillermo. that. Guillermo? Um, I think I think he told me I'm I'm not welcome on his platform. I think it was is it Mr. Uh, Down with America? Let it burn to the ground. That guy, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, see, he see he discovered a secret. If you have a problem with acne. Death to America will cause the acne to go to disappear. If it has a erectile problem, death to America will cause those problems to disappear. Are you having a problem with your relationship? Well, mm -hmm. if the United States will no longer exist, that will solve your problem right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, sounds like, that sounds like Jennifer Gonzalez with the statehood. She thinks that yes. e every problem of the island can be solved with statehood. I mean, she sounds like a broken record. They're always talking about statehood. Everything, everything she thinks that everything can be solved with statehood. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Ramon. I've heard there. I have heard her. I believe if we grab her every time she says estadidad and statehood and we edit that we can actually make a reggaeton beat yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe a producer maybe a producer you should <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry Ramon. i think i will talk to you no that's fine that's fine oh, uh, that no no but, but 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 the thing is that i've heard i've heard it and not even on media that much but I remember very well. I mean, every campaign or natural disaster, here comes Jennifer Gonzalez talking about statehood. Instead of uh, uh, focusing on, on what is going on, on on the island and work on the island, she starts talking about that she's going to go to Washington and meet with some politician about asking for statehood for the, for the island. And that's something that we have already tried to mentioned here in one of Denise's past lives, there was another, there was an, uh, somebody in the comments, I'm not going to mention names, who kept insisting that because of Puerto Ricans had already voted for statehood and statehood is going to happen for the island, which is not true. I mean, those referendums and, and stuff, that that's kind of like, a, a, those are surveys. Those are expensive, glorified surveys that only collects opinion of the people but the they're, they're non-binding that has nothing to do with the, with congress i mean congress has been saying no for decades and that has been uh, going on for over 50 years i mean if it was meant to happen it will have happened already it's not uh, gonna happen. problem no, no, the problem is if you have a problem with an ingrown toning Statehood for Puerto Rico is the solution. If you have an acne problem, statehood for Puerto Rico is the solution. If you have an erectile problem, statehood for Puerto Rico is the solution. Yeah, that's, that's basically Jennifer Gonzalez right there. Oh my God, I'm weak. Oh my God. Oh, my God. oh Lord, if I have a problem now, a technical issue on the show, statehood will solve that problem. Statehood. All of the instructions of the United States. Yeah, <laughs> down, down with the United States. But you know, but but you know what's the crazy part about the whole thing about Guillermo? He's mm -hmm. sucking on the teeth of the of the great Satan. Yeah, yeah. They have I mean, it's just this is like the most bizarre thing I've ever heard. Now you're saying that with this is the United States is the great Satan, but yet you're sucking on the teeth and mm -hmm. you're prospering. Yeah. Okay. If it, you truly it, believe the United States is the is the great Satan, guess what? You can either do something to resolve that issue, or leave. 
and so yeah, I mean, their planes going. <laughs> Listen, even with the with the pandemic, there are planes leaving to a country of your of your choice of destination every single day <laughs> to get on the first thing smoking. You feel me? Like <laughs> this whole thing, especially with him, it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary, and he he makes no apologies for it either. He said, "I'm here to um to take as much as I can." And then, uh, then leave. Yeah. And uh, what's his name said the same thing too. Uh, um, Dominant Dominican Renaissance. So not they have a lot in common. Not only that. Uh, the what was the name of the dude? Oh my god. That said that he's not coming. He's a white supremacist. That said that never is gonna go to your platform again, bro. It's a van van. Cla Klaus van Reck or uh -huh. something. Klaus <laughs> yeah. also said that he plans to go. Uh, to Asia. Hey, Truth and Rakeem. Good evening, teacher. It's a pleasure to hear from you. Likewise. Mr. Uh, Truth arrived. He's in the building. <laughs> Truth is in the building. Yo, you know what? I just wanted to say, you know, I just came from listening to another stream, not mentioning any names. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, but apparently somebody is very upset because of the stream that we had on uh, Tina's channel and that we didn't allow people to come in and turn it into a three ring circus. Yeah. You know? Oh, oh no, no clowns allowed. But, you know, hey, how's everybody doing today? today? Hi, Rakim. What's up? Rakim. Hey, Rakim. What's hey, up? Hey, what's going on, bro? Temp, Jose, Ramon, All right. Truth teacher. How you doing? doing? What's going on? Okay. Um, I just want to say one thing. Um, true, um, true teacher, I just want to say to you, you know what? You're such a positive force, so don't let the naysayers try to get you down. Well, you, you know something? I, I recognize that. I agree 100%. People like this, you know, the reason why I had a closed panel and why Denise is having a closed panel now is because with people like this, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Exactly. Because no matter what you do, they're against you. The fact of the matter is you've got a group of people who are just extremely hateful and they don't like to see what we're doing here, which is creating cross-cultural communication and mutual respect. Mm -hmm. You know, they live in a delusion where they think it's okay for them to spew all kinds of hateful propaganda and no one is supposed to respond to them. No one is supposed to call them out. Nobody's supposed to, you know, debunk their talking points. And when you come to them, even in the most respectful manner, and you bring factual evidence to support you know the fact that what they're saying is not true immediately they're going to start to attack you immediately they're going to start insulting you they're going to start talking over you they're going to start with the personal attacks so there's nothing that you can do if mm -hmm. you close the panel and you don't engage with them well now you're violating free speech Oh, sure. they can suck my dick. Um, and and I, I mean that in every way. You guys know, I barely <laughs> uh, can, can I just chime in for a second? <laughs> yeah, go, go ahead. Okay. 
what somebody mentally challenged need to understand when they get into a stream, they're there at the pleasure of the moderator or the host. Okay. Meaning if you if 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 the moderator or the host is gracious enough to allow you to come in and, and say what you say, and if you go to say something stupid and keep doing it, you're gonna be booted out. On another stream that I did, I just Facts. simply stated, I just simply stated that's that statement more or less. And then someone came at me saying that I was trying to say something like a human agenda. First of all, if I'm gonna say something to an individual, I'm gonna say it directly to that person. All I was saying, all I was saying was, when you enter into a stream, you're there at the pleasure of the host. Denise has been very gracious to me to allow me to enter the stream and to be part of this closed panel, okay? That means, I'm gonna make sure that I'm gonna conduct myself myself with a, with, a, with a certain level of professionalism or courtesy, because if I fail to do that, guess what? I'm gonna be booted and I'm gonna be blocked. It is a simple fact. Unfortunately, some people who are mentally challenged cannot accept it. And you could have well, not said it any more clearer, Jose. Exactly. I said I said the short version of just that. <laughs> I know. The only okay, the only difference is I know the only difference is I try to say in a like a, in a G-rated version. But yeah, you, said it, you said it in like a very elegant, sophisticated way. <laughs> in my Denise, case, Denise, my you said it in the niece, you said it in a rated R version. Yes. <laughs> and I just said it in a G Oh, Jose oh, oh, Disney Cinderella. Denise is Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, <laughs> and let me the tell you these slow taps uh, are like so freaking irritating <laughs> to me. You know, to the point, and it's not because they personally irritate me, because to be honest with you, I enjoy literally enjoy making fun of them um the thing is like you know because they don't have a lot of creativity they bored me so that that's the part that irritates me it's like oh have a better comeback no now i cannot say anything because that was dumb and that it's what irritates me with time now true t-shirt was gonna say something about it go ahead true yeah you know but the sad thing is that, like I said before, no matter what you do, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. So now they're criticizing Christina because she allowed me to be on her panel, right? And why is she associating with me and blah, blah, blah. But they're not looking at it from the side that, well, she associates with you all too. You know, it's like she allows you to come on for platform two, even though you routinely like turn it into a three ring circus. So, you know, they don't, they don't respect or appreciate the fact that he gives them the same amount of attention 
or the same amount of grace, I should say, you know, that's yeah. not good enough. They, you see, listen, what we're doing here is very, very important because there's, there's a culture clash, which is normal. Anytime you have a new group of people that come into a society. So right now, Dominicans are like the new kids on the block, right? And everybody who's been in the neighborhood longer, they're trying to figure out, like, what are these kids all about, you know? And there's bound to be some misunderstandings. The only way you can resolve that is if you have clear communication and each side can explain their perspective to each other. And that's how you, you know... That's how you get rid of disagreement. Now, I get criticized because for the longest time, I've been sticking up for African-Americans. People are telling me I'm not African-American. I don't have any right to speak on their behalf. But if I've grown up with a group of people for most of my life, and I have experience with them, and someone else comes along and is telling misinformation about them, I think that I have an obligation to set the record straight. Okay, it's just the right thing to do. Now, they're gonna call me anti-Dominican because I disagree with certain individuals. But if you notice, I don't say anything disparaging about Dominicans or any Latino group or country for that matter. I have an issue with certain individuals and I'll address them, right? But, you know, still the accusations that I hate Latinos, but nobody can ever produce anything that I have ever said against Dominicans or against Latinos or anyone else, right? But, yeah. you know, the thing that pissed me off is when I had certain African-Americans telling me that I don't have any right to speak on the behalf of African-Americans. I mean, I really love Rakim because he's the first one who's come into this little toxic <laughs> corner of YouTube, who's an African-American man that knows his shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, who else did we have before? We had um, Roy Chess, who's always getting hysterical and has some negative <laughs> thoughts and opinions about his own people like he doesn't no, believe he's not, hyster he's not hysterical truth is that his pride is on steroids you don't get him if i can chime in for a second remember the live stream we did regarding femicide yeah, yeah. okay mm -hmm. now he got into a big rant why because I dare talk about different types of strength. Okay. <laughs> and then he kept trying, like, no, you, you don't have the right to talk about that. Don't talk about it. Tank, tank, da, 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 da. And I just simply said, yo, bro, if you don't like what I'm saying, don't listen. And to be perfectly mm -hmm. honest, those of you who know me, I normally don't get that loud. Okay, I'm basically one of the. I'm basically your, your vanilla type, calm, whatever type of person. Okay, I don't get. I don't get that loud. 
But the fact of the matter is, you know, he was being disrespectful to me. He was being disrespectful to Denise. He was being disrespectful for every, everybody else. Why? Because I happen to share a viewpoint, which I do agree on. There are different times of strength, but it's like some people, they just cannot deal with the truth. They cannot deal with a different concept. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I think, I think his pride got damaged right there. His, his ego. <laughs> just hearing that, for example, when um, I think, I think I was on that panel and then I, I had um, kind of rode. I rode on your point be like, yeah, basically I used to do moderate bodybuilding and I was told directly like, hey, what you're doing here, that's fine, but you got to get your immune system up. Uh, my sister had come with me. He's like, she ain't got to really worry about it too much because estrogen protects her more than, it, that, more than testosterone protects you if you catch a cold. Both of you, will catch something like an infection because she has a different kind of strength than you, a different kind of immune uh, response system in her body. She's going to survive this before you do. There's been, there's been bodybuilders that swole as hell and they die due to a nasal infection. Just, yeah. you know, they breathe something in. Uh, yeah, truth, truth knows. They breathe, they breathe something in and it infected them and they couldn't get over it and they just dropped dead. These people that don't understand that there are different ways they have a childish misunderstanding of what strength is mm -hmm. they think bench, bench pressing a refrigerator you know up and down that's strength yeah but then what if they're hard? you see a lot of people look at those guys and all they see is the exterior yeah but when you look inside a lot of these guys they their their kidneys are all fucked up their yep. liver is all fucked up their mm -hmm. heart is all fucked up and then you know, they're, they're like surprised when they just like keel over dead one day, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. So this, uh, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, God. I mean, that goes perfectly with what you're saying. There's different types of strength. Yep. So yeah. they have had physical strength, but they didn't have biological strength, you know, anatomic. Yes. And even, even in the realm of physical strength, that depends on what arena you're in. Uh, this video, I don't know if it's still in the inner uh on the internet but there's basically a a, a girl who's probably like 95 pounds a brazilian jiu-jitsu expert who was basically tapping out all these guys one guy they had to like rip him off of her because he refused she had him in an arm bar and she was like tap out and he wouldn't tap out she was like tap out he wouldn't tap out and he wasn't gonna his pride was so so overwhelming he was willing to let his arm snap in half. So the guys had to prime off like, yo, yo, come on, man. This is, not what, this is not what this event's about. So even in the realm of physical strength, if a woman knows how to use her strong, strongest attributes against your weaker ones and you don't know about it, yeah, she's a stronger one. They have a, they have a cartoonish a cartoonish interpretation of what strength means. Things like, hey, how about the fact that women have mastered stillness and it, it's almost within their nature. They don't even have to really work on it as much as we do. And that, that's why they do better in, in school. When you mastered stillness, ideas come to you more. People think that they come up with ideas. That's another masculine, what, egotistical aspect 
of life. Like, yeah, I came up with this idea. No, 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 dude. The idea came to you. And the reason why your sister over there can probably come up with more ideas is she's mastered stillness. You're still jumping around trying to prove to the world you're the cock of the walk. These things all contribute to different forms of strength. How, how do you expect um, to explain how the biggest number of graduates these days are now women? Yeah. They're, they're killing us in school and the educational system. They've mastered stillness. They can sit there and absorb the information, and then they don't challenge the teacher every single point. I've sat, I've sat with uh, uh, a lot of these same people who have this egotistical problem, this misogynistic bent on mastering the world around them, and the teacher speaking every single point the teacher brings up. They challenge it. How do you expect to learn anything? At least imbibe the information first. Then form your questions respectfully. No, no, that's incorrect. Okay, did you let the teacher finish a sentence? <laughs> and these guys, they never graduated. I graduated. They never graduated. They never got anywhere. And there are many people who are successful and have never having been, uh, been graduates. However, they still mastered stillness in their own way. They chose to go a different route. It's not these guys, you know? Yeah. But uh, I think, yeah, I'm sorry, again. If you, if you think about it, uh, real tip, I come from uh, sound engineering. Uh, making news is not my thing. <laughs> it's not my thing. But, you know, when you, like you said, when you're still and you're able to absorb certain things, you start putting mm -hmm. two together. If people, instead of being so loud, will just sit down, absorb the information it will start making sense to you to the point where you'll be able to, because people act in patterns to a degree, and it will be more easy for you to actually come to the conclusion of what's going on. That's why I told you guys at the beginning, for example, uh, oh, this is what most likely they will say. Now, it's not because I have some superpower or I'm like this super intelligent being. No, it's because we've seen this so many times that these people are so predictable and we can predict what they're going to do and what's going to be their move and because we have seen the result of it of this type of move we know that this is catchy you know i uh, can can i say something denise yeah, go ahead, uh well one thing i just wanted to you know speak with tr what truth teller um was saying earlier um, one thing I've noticed that a lot of, you know, of course, with a lot of the anti-black rhetoric that's online, especially coming from how Denise calls them, the Hispano taps, uh, mostly like a lot of Dominicans too don't understand as well the, the, uh, struggle that a lot of black Americans went through, not just even black Americans, but with Puerto Rico being annexed in 1898 and the racism and prejudice that Puerto Ricans have to fight against coming here. You know, a lot of Puerto Ricans were attacked. A lot of Puerto Ricans were discriminated against in New York City and Chicago and Philadelphia, fighting these Irish gangs, Italian gangs, and all of these various people that were attacking, you know, um, that was attacking Puerto Ricans as well. And like, because one thing I will agree that Bitcoin said on one live stream before when they was talking he felt like they was, you know, uh, disrespecting Puerto Ricans. And he said, you know, you, you guys, we've been here. We've been here. And we've, we've actually, you know, we was, we, was, we was here. And we've seen and, you know, went through a lot of things while being here. And then you look at the gentrification of the island. You look at all of the property that's being brought up. 
the corruption with um pretty much extracting the resources and extracting all the economy from the island where poor people can't even make ends meet you know and i just think that's something that they don't truly understand and a lot of them are just going off of media rhetoric is it's obviously that they get a lot of their talking points from uh, white supremacist streams and you know and i think one thing that bothers them too we know in the, in the dominican republic it has a history of an anti-black sentiment um sentiment you know due to i'm not sure if it's the conflict with haiti or due to uh the dictatorship of rafael through heel but a lot of them have anti-black you know views you know and some of them would try to gaslight you and say that's not the case but we we know we you know we've seen it all we've seen all of the gaslighting before we've seen the um underlying racism the microaggressions the prejudice and i think some for some of them not all dominicans but for for some people that come from the island of the dominican republic it bothers them to be viewed as black and be put in the same category as black americans and i think some may lash out against you know black americans for that they want to show that they're superior and and that's not, just not within uh people that come from with some people that come from the dominican republic it's also a lot of other people it's like blacks black americans are the gum on everybody's shoe once a lot of people come here to this to to the um to the states to show you know the upper elite class that look look we're not like them you see we're, we're we're better than them too and that's and that comes from a lot of the media promotion over the years a lot of you know you know being uh new in this country and when you see the way that the media portrays african americans and when you see the night news as criminals uh drug addicts um you know carjackers and then you know of course you have the shows that make african americans look like they're stupid you know dysfunctional so a lot of that plays a part and people's viewpoints I, mean, I absolutely agree with you and i think you know the african-american community needs to be more proactive like they were you know back in the 20s and the 30s and even the 1900s you know to counteract the the uh the image that's being put out there in the media you know, because, man, it, it's just a fucked up situation when you look at the image that the media has put out about African Americans ever since the end of the Reconstruction era, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, can I say something, Truth? And yeah. if you notice how well uh, the media promotion, how powerful it is, because if, which I was explaining to Denise uh, yesterday, if you look at the history, when they first, when the media first started projecting African Americans, they was looked at as the docile, jolly, happy, you know, um, you know, don't, you know, don't want to, you know, say anything bad that a that'll uh, make you know master mad. It was looking when you look at uh, the tap dancing, the blackface, uh, Amos and Andy, which was a show that was broadcast back in the '30s, where it was two white men. Who dressed up as black in blackface, and their names was Amos and Andy, and they used black vernacular. Black pe black people at that time was a comic relief until later on. Then they transitioned into portraying them as the criminals. You know the you know the um the thugs the the you know the robbers and different things like that. So yeah. 
You know, and, and it's funny to notice that, you know, when everything was going their way, right? You know, African-Americans were the happy, jolly, you know, happy-go-lucky comic relief. But then when they started getting economic and political power, now they're the thugs, they're the, you know, the criminals, whatever. So, you know, the image that gets portrayed, it's whatever the dominant society needs, you know, to, I don't know, to appease their minds at the time. You know, and the thing that, that really upsets me is the fact that back then you even had African-Americans who would put on that black face, you know, in order to get the opportunity to perform. Right, exactly. You know, you still have the same shit going on today because yeah. all this, you know, image of being a thug and a gangster and all of that. And and even when like, you... Oh, I'm sorry, True. You know, it's like, it's like, you know, you throw money at these people and they're always going to find the weakest link, right? Yes, yes. They're always going to find the weakest link who's going to be impressed because mm -hmm. you threw them a few dollars, you know, to chuck and jive for them, you mm -hmm. know? And that's what's still going on today. And yeah. it's global. And the thing, but the thing that annoys me about immigrants who come here, you know, and they want to look down at African-Americans and like, I mean, come on. I mean, we can't deny that there's a segment that's definitely caught up in some dysfunctional behavior. But what I want to know is like, well, God damn it. Did we forget? Like, did we forget the low class people back in our own countries? Like, do we forget like those neighborhoods that we You really forgot all about that? Which goes back uh, to, I'm going to mute everybody because there's like a noise that's disturbing the, the audio. But to be honest with you, you know, it goes back to, I don't know if you guys can hear me now. But it goes back to actually, you know, um, what we're talking about with the situation with Puerto Rico. We have, you know, this slow tip circus, not paying attention, but they were will be the first ones to jump and say, oh, I'm Puerto Rican, I'm Puerto Rican, I'm Puerto Rican, I'm Puerto Rican. But where are they right now? And uh, I'm going to start wrapping this up, you know, and I will share my final thoughts at the end. But I want to start from Jose, Brotep, Truth, Rakim, and then finish with Ramon uh, on your final thoughts. So, Jose, I'm going to unmute you. Uh, what are your final thoughts on, you know, the the explosion of the power plant and the quote-unquote cyber attack, Luma not saying anything? Like, what do you think about this whole situation? Well, first of all, I thank you for allowing me to be part of this closed panel. I know it was a, you know, it, you know, it was a great honor. Unfortunately, the sad part is I don't think we're ever going to know for real what caused all that. And meanwhile, you have thousands of people suffering because of this situation and how many people will actually die because they, not, because they not, needed procedures couldn't be done or they couldn't get their medications or what have you. Um, the fact of the matter is, again, this is another example of 
you bringing solid information to think about. And it's unfortunate that the mentally challenged cannot accept the fact that a millennial, a Latina, is actually bringing information that's relevant for all of us. As always, it's a pleasure to hear from all of you. Uh, to teachers, I said it again, do not let the naysayers get you down. Uh, Ramon, it's always a pleasure to hear from you. Um, Raquin, um, pleasure to hear from you as well. And Brotan. And I always got to and I always got to say, and I always got to close with the same thing. Let's be careful out there because we are still in the middle of a pandemic, and then there's crazy people want to do us harm, and then we need to be careful because if we're not careful, we might get infected by the mental illness that the slow taps are experiencing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Thank you, Jose. <laughs> Thank you very much for your insight. As usual, I appreciate your insight. That's why I sent you, you know, the information about this closed um, panel. And uh, to the slow tips that don't like closed panels because uh, they believe uh, we're cutting their freedom of speech, well, bite me. Uh, <laughs> happen, you know, they're going to continue to happen. Um, you know, as I see fit, if you want to have open panels, I encourage you to do as the 34 million people that, you know, are joining YouTube and create your own platform. You can speak as long as you want about whatever you want without anybody censoring you, but YouTube and the algorithm. So thank you very much, Jose. I appreciate your wisdom. I will catch up with you later on. Uh, on my next show. Thank you very much. Uh, are, we, are you going to do this training on Sunday regarding fathers? Yeah, I'm going to look. I'm thinking uh, if I will be able to do so uh, after reviewing certain things, you know, unexpected loss that, you know, we didn't obviously plan for. And it's, yeah. it's really sad, you know. So I will try my best to, but I'm not 100% sure that I will be available to do so. But if I am, I will let you guys know. Okay. Well, you know what? Don't worry. You know what? Don't don't worry about it because you know what? There are things that are more important. Mm -hmm. And the fact of the matter is, uh, melanated night needs you. Okay, yeah. so we can always do these trends anytime. Yep, I agree one hundred. Go real life first. Yep. Thank you, thank you, Jose, very so, much. Please be safe. Okay, you too. Enjoy the weekend. Take it Thanks easy, Jose. Jose. Now, um, Brotep, uh, through T, no, it was through T shirt, Rakim, Brotep, and Ramon. Okay, go ahead, uh, through T shirt. Truth, are you there? Ah, Luma got him. Okay. <laughs> Luma, Luma got truth, yo. <laughs> Rakim, okay, okay, can you hear me now? <laughs> yes, oh, there we go. There we go. go. Your final thoughts on today's topic. Well, you know, the thing is, I didn't come in early enough to to hear about it um i'm i pretty much monitor what how much news i've received because there's just so much negativity you know so i'm really on i'm always on a media diet 
but I will say as um, a fellow Caribbean person, I just think it's ironic that, you know, people are advocating for Puerto Rico to become a state, but I don't see, personally, I don't see where they're getting the benefits of being attached to the United States. I think we're all suffering, you know, like, unfortunately, under the heel of America's um, Latin American policy. You know, if you look at the history, started with their invasion of Cuba. They invaded Haiti and the Dominican Republic twice. They invaded Trinidad. They invaded Grenada. Um, I guess they couldn't invade Jamaica because technically we're still a British Commonwealth. But that didn't stop them from sending the, D the CIA in to destabilize our government. And at the same time, they were doing all of that to Jamaica. They were in Central America turning those countries upside down. So I think it's a very silly, you know, these people that want to criticize us for making bridges when the fact of the matter is we're all getting our clocks cleaned by the same people. You know, and um, I, I, I don't know. It's, uh, I, I just hope that there's enough of a groundswell in Puerto Rico to get things turned around. I mean, look, they, they, they got rid of the situation with Vieques, right? Yes. You know, that was, that was huge. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I, I have every confidence that the Puerto Rican people can get together and solve the That's problem. What happened for Vieques. That's what happened for Vieques. Wow. Yeah, that it was it was now that's a response. Yeah, that's a response. They stopped the country. That's the main freeway that takes you everywhere in Puerto Rico. And they stopped it, you know, uh, until they had to empty, you know, because uh, the Marines had to leave. So definitely. Yeah, we need this again. Yeah. And um, listen, I, I've been to Puerto Rico twice. I want to go back again because. I didn't get to see as much as I wanted to. It reminds me, the topography reminds me a lot of Jamaica, like the topography and the architecture. Yeah. Um, and listen, as a Caribbean person, I want to see all of our countries in the Caribbean doing well, you know, and I thoroughly believe that it's possible. But, you know, the one thing that we have in common when it comes to you know, our inability to move forward is we got people from the inside that are like, you know, that are stabbing us in the back, you know? Yeah. And as long as, their pockets, yeah. as long as their pockets are full, they don't care about anyone else, you know? Yeah. So definitely, thank you, uh, Tisha. And yeah, I believe it, you know, is the dispensators that actually are the ones that are killing the purpose of what we're doing and yeah i also do not see the benefits of statehood for puerto rico right now we might as well just stay as a commonwealth if that's the case so thank you truth for your insight and your wisdom and you're always welcome here uh like i said i wish you would have catch up earlier you can still watch the replay you know yeah, um, yeah. but i wanted to come here as quick as i could to speak about this uh, crisis that's happening right now with the power grid in Puerto Rico. So thank you very much for joining uh, through T-shirt. 
Now I will go to Rakim, Brotep, and then Ramon. Rakim. Yes, yes, I'm here. Um, okay, final thoughts. Uh, my final thoughts is that um, I got to agree with Truth Teacher. I don't agree with the, like, what will statehood bring that would benefit most of the people on the island, except being able to, you know, well, which they already have the ability to be able to go back and forth to the states. Puerto Rico has lost a lot within within the last hundred years. You know, um, a lot of a lot of resources, a lot of wealth, um, a lot of land that has gone to, you know, the elites of the states who've come in and pretty much taken the island for all that is all it has had. And I just don't agree with that. Most of the people. Another thing with truth was tan. Most of the people that are on the inside that are supposed to be, you know, on, on the same team are taking money under the table to turn on their on their own people. And it's just not within the Puerto Rican community. It's within the black community as well. And these are the same people that they don't they don't even understand the way systemic you know, racism works. They don't understand the way um, this 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 whole world is structured on greed, you know, and everyone's like the people just have their hands in a cookie jar, just taking and taking. And while the rich are getting richer, the poor are getting poor to the point that they're destitute and can't barely make it anymore. So uh, I think it's important for people to educate themselves and understand exactly what's going on, you know, and it's important to know what you're talking about so you can be on the right side of history and not on the wrong side. And that's all I have to say. Thank you, Rakim. Definitely. You have to, but for that, you know, it, it won't happen, unfortunately, uh, with many people, because for that, mm -hmm. you have to keep your ear to the ground and have critical thinking. A lot of the people on this side, unfortunately, you know, don't think for themselves. And like both have said before, they have the inability to stay still. So thank you, Rakim, oh. for your insight. Don't go. We're going to continue backstage. So okay. Right there. Thank you very much. Uh, now, Brotep and then Ramon, your final thoughts on today's topic. What up? What up? Now, I'm glad. I'm glad we have this panel, especially with this breaking news. And again, it looks like you're becoming the breaking news girl. And that's <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. You know, we need more, like you can become the female Tim Pool. You know how Tim Pool, like his whole platform blew up? Yeah. You know, at first it was just him, and then now he has a network. So that's 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 what's up. Now, in terms of what's going on there in Puerto Rico with this, uh, what happened today-ish, right? I think noise has to be made. It, it looks like there's some sort of mindset now with most black and brown people more brown people than black people. Now, black people, we make a lot of noise, but a lot of brown people, they're suffering with dignity. That's not the move. It's 2021. Make some noise. That crowd I saw for Vieques, y'all need to do that same thing for the turtles that Logan Paul and his, yeah, that one. Y'all need to do that same thing for those turtles. Those turtles have been around since, I don't know, the time of, you know, the, the Tainos and, and Anacaona over and like, they've been around that long, right? Yes. So you have no idea, just like the bees, where they're like, if we take the bees out of the ecosystem, we all die. 
they just figured the, this stuff out. Like there's certain things you remove from the ecosystem, you, you're done. You have no idea what the death of those turtles will mean to your way of life there. So if not just to save them, at least to save yourself. You have no idea what, what that's going to mean for them. Two, with this fire at the electrical plant, please, please look for a way out that contract. I cannot see this happening. Ever. And you got to pay them? Whether they give you electricity or not, who the hell signed this? Who signed this? It's 15 years. Don't mm -mm -mm -mm. break that contract. Do what you got to do. Break that contract. Make some noise. Heads must roll. If you don't have people risking their jobs and losing their jobs, then nothing's going to happen. Look at what with Black Lives Matter. Now, if you even utter the word Black Lives Matter, no matter what the, the corporation that became Black Lives Matter is, is doing now, but if you even mention Black Lives Matter, Matter will come to your town. Over here, slight digression, very short, there's a, uh, a Korean store that when I come in there, I have my food in a bag having shopped at the Chinese, and I'm shopping, they're like, no, leave your bag here, and I have my bag to them. They tried to put my bag on the floor. I was like, look, you can't treat Black people like this. You know what I'm saying? You can't don't don't give me the exception of not putting my bag on the floor. The lady behind me right here, if she brings a bag. Don't you put her bag on the floor either. We'll have we'll have a, a protest right outside outside of the moment I mentioned that the noise will be made, they brought some act right. Never underestimate the power of making your voice heard. Make noise. Don't suffer with dignity inside. That's not that's not it, man. That's not it. That's all I gotta say. Thank you so much, bro. Definitely, yeah. You can be uh, protesting on the inside, but taking it up the ass on the outside. Mm -hmm. You know, which <laughs> it, it basically, you know, I'm being very direct. No, throw it out. Yeah. Once again, once again, we were Disney's <laughs> Disney, <laughs> Disney's uh, uh, Snow White, and she's Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, she's so... oh yeah, but yeah, that that's that's my two cents. Um. Yeah. I see the floor to Ramon, man. Okay. Thank you, Brotep. Now, Ramon, uh, Brotep, stay in the back also. Uh, and Ramon, you too. Um, what are your final thoughts? When it comes to the situation uh, with the with this so-called power company, if it can be called that, is that unfortunately when it came to paperwork, when it came to the to the contracts, they got too much of a sweet deal, it seems, because I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if there is a, a breach of contract, they're still gonna get paid handsomely. Uh, even if they they provide a quarter of the service. They are not they're already not providing all the service that they are getting paid for. That that upcharging people for 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 services and they, they are like doubling and tripling uh, the the cost the the monthly cost for for the for the civilians for the citizens but they're not providing half of the service i mean that's that sounds like a sweet deal for the for, for the company but screwing over the individuals screwing over the 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 customers and there there will have to be demonstrations there will have to be again 2019 2019 this is what this thumbnail that i have on represents what happened in 2019 uh, when it comes to when it came to the to the governor that had to leave the island and was ousted 
that's why I, I put up the this thumbnail because that's what it represents. I mean, it it, it require it requires people to actually move, and like Brother said, uh, I'll give him that. Is to there has to be noise that has to be made when it comes to that because okay sure the aee which was the previous company may not have been perfect but at least it wasn't they, they weren't screwing over the people from what i recall because i did live in the island and i did live alone and i did have to pay bills there the, but uh, i mean come on you yeah, yeah, of course, of course, it could be a little, uh, uh, a little elevated the cost. Even, even though I didn't have an air conditioner, even though I, I could, I would barely use the stove because I wanted to save electricity. But they weren't charging me fourteen hundred dollars or six hundred dollars a month for the for service. And now there is this incident with this explosion that you should have a couple of links that I sent you in which it catches the fire that broke out at the at that station. Yeah. The, the timing of it, because of the people that are complaining about the, the, the shitty service that they're getting, and this fire is kind of like, it, 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 there is something that we don't know about it. The timing of it raises red flags for me. And when it comes uh, when it comes to what the resolution is gonna be it it bothers me that they're gonna be doing like an internal investigation i don't trust it there should be some type of overseeing independent body that can give results of a report in a um in an objective manner uh, so this this whole thing the situation uh i'm i'm i'm, I'm it raises doubts, it raises uh, red flags, but uh, this whole 15-year contract, it, it better not. It better not extend to that long because it, it's gonna be it, it's gonna be overly crippled. People are gonna be forced to leave the island in mass. I don't know if they, they are calling this kind of like a like a terrorist attack. The thing is that supposedly there were activists that ran their mouths about doing something. I can't tell you. I can't tell you the details because I don't. I don't know. But I did read something floating on the internet that there were that there were some figures, not necessarily with the UTL, that they, they, was, they ran their mouths saying that something was going to happen. But I can't. I can't prove anything. Obviously. It was a, an allegation, uh, so they're, they're calling it like, kind of like like a terrorist attack, and they're they're gonna be they're gonna assume as to who the suspects are. But uh, I don't know, I don't know. The timing of it bothers me. It really bothers me. There is some, there could be some ulterior motive behind that, and hopefully it all comes that comes out in an objective manner now i understand that that the that the feds are going to be taking over the the situation that's another thing that that bothers me because the feds could very well be working for luma since it is a u.s company they're going to be working more on their on their behalf to absolve and uh, absolve them of any of any wrongdoing on their part but uh, we will see we will see and the last thing is Free political prisoner 
Eliezer Molina. He is a political prisoner. Definitely. And with, uh, I'll, I'll leave you with that. I'll leave you with Definitely. that. And thank you. Thank you for having me on. No yeah. problem. Thank you, Ramon. And definitely, you could not have said it in a better way. Stay in the backstage also. Now, before I leave, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. And like I said, I almost did not make this happen. But, you know, the show must go on um, when it comes to situations that mean a lot of, you know, uh, setbacks for the people of Latin America and also Puerto Rico. So, like I said... Follow me on Instagram and also like and subscribe if you enjoy my content and also hit that bell for notifications so that you don't miss a single episode of Latin Splaining. Like I said, this has been breaking news on Latin Splaining with Denise Gonzalez. Thank you very much and I see you guys on the next show. <laughs>